Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. We sound like a creaking door. It does not sound like we're DJing. Scratching. What if I beatbox? Hi, everyone. Welcome to Don't Blame Me. You're not even going to answer me. What'd you say? I said, what if I beatbox? For like a living or as a hobby? No, never like mind. Right either. Now. So then you could do your whatever you're doing. Yeah. You want to hear beatbox? it? Want to hear it? I don't know. I'm kind of. Go.
It was not bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say that I thought it was an instrument, but yeah. like, hey, it's not bad. Yeah. You yes. know, off a the multitude dome. of skills. <laughs> so many hidden talents. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to Don't Blame Me. We are an advice podcast. I'm Megan. I'm joined by my co-host, Melissa. Hello. In case you thought this was a hip hop podcast. Surprisingly, to a shock to everyone. It's been seven seasons and we finally have to admit to you, we're actually not a hip hop podcast. It's come as a shock. It's a shock to everybody, but I think we'll get through this together. I was talking to the new people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're flitting in. (laughs) Flocking, flocking, flocking. Hi. (laughs) What am I saying? Um, That this is, you just said it was an advice podcast. Yes. Tell them the number, how to do it, all that shit. So you call in, you leave us voicemails, and then we give some fantastic, amazing advice. Our advice uh, is perfect and wonderful and flawless because we have so many credentials, which is actually a lie. But what we lack in credentials, we make up for in opinions. It's tough love. It's how we talk to each other and our other friends. It's, you know, we give advice and the advice we would want to receive. Yes. So if you want to be on an upcoming episode, you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. We ask that you let us know your pronouns. Make sure you are 18 or over or have your parents' permission. Write it down. Practice. Make sure you have all of those important details in there. And um, read it. Practice over and over because you got to keep it under three minutes. Otherwise, you will be cut off. And you don't want to be cut off. And tell us your ages. I yes, don't please. always need to know that you're in, you're a Taurus, but I do need to know. Ages are very, 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 very important because what we tell some what we tell someone in high school is going to be something different than when we tell somebody in their like late twenties. Yeah. Numbers in general are important. Like same advice. Like if we're giving advice from someone who's been in a relationship for like five years versus like a week and a half. Is that, that a relationship? Changes. That would be our first question. I'm going to say no. You know? Uh, young love. Young love. What have you been up to, Megan? Not sleeping and rewatching every single Marvel movie in order. Where are you doing a- now? We are, uh, we started Ant-Man last night. Did you watch Captain Marvel first? Where'd you put it? So we put, Mott's accidentally skipped Captain Marvel um, because he knows I don't really like Captain Marvel. So he accidentally skipped it. So we did Iron Man before Captain Marvel, but we then went back and watched Captain Marvel. I'm, I have high hopes for the second one. The thing that pisses me off more than anything is that they dangled true love and romance in front of our faces. And then they never gave it to us. And I remember sitting in the theater afterwards being like, what? Like, I like, I felt like I was blue balled. I was so pissed. I'm calling it their daughter because that's how I see it. Isn't their daughter in like the, what's she in? WandaVision. WandaVision. Mm -hmm. She's stunning too. It was so like clear too. Like (laughs) I was, I, when, when the movie ended, I was I, I wasn't even like, I was not even necessarily angry. I was just like, they, what? I, I was so fucking confused. 
And the person I was with, I was like, what? And she's like, oh, yeah, no, they're, I mean, I don't, I was like, they're in love. What, what the fuck? And I was just ugh, fucking pissed. But what I'm remembering now, rewatching all of them, Mons and I did, funny enough, this time last year, the very beginning of quarantine, we rewatched all of them again, but we did it in oh, order. Oh, you've done this already. Yeah. We we did it in order of um, release. release date. And then we skipped a couple that like, we just didn't really, we skipped a couple and then we fell asleep for like good chunks of them. So um, we have a whole new appreciation. I like it better in chronological order than I do of um, release. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot better this way, but it's reminding me that like the Thors prior to Ragnarok are just like not that great. And nothing pisses me off more than the fucking, what's her name? Natasha Romanoff, whatever her soup. I forget what her, Um, what is uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. The Black Widow fucking Bruce Banner shit. Nothing pisses me off more than that (laughs) relationship that just like, appears and like makes no sense um did you watch like the hulk no okay that was my other question (laughs) we did not start with those ones are just not yeah i mean they are because what they talk about things that happen in that movie so it's like partially in it but it's like also not in it so it's not like crucial to yeah like anything really mm-hmm. in it do you know what i mean like it's like yeah. the same thing with like shield or whatever if you wanted to watch a like it it ties into the same universe but it's nothing that like yeah. adds anything um and i'm just remembering how much uh or i'm just lo- really looking forward to when we get into um the spider-mans because spider-man I is my know favorite how you feel about spider-man i just love it I, I am sad that it doesn't work with um the andrew garfield ones because I mm. love those ones. But it's all getting tied in later, though, isn't it? Like the one that they're filming now, aren't they tying him in? Yeah. No, so t- Tom Holland, the one th- that know, one's tied but in. The new one, they're like doing one where they're bringing all the other ones back in. Like what they're recording now. Oh, really? I think so. Because they're all hmm. like, they're all have been announced that they're going to be in the movie. Oh, yeah, that's going to be interesting because yeah. the only reason why they weren't is because of the Fox yeah, deal. But now Fox is yeah. in it, like like X-Men's coming over and Deadpool is actually my favorite of all I of them. I think that makes sense for me. But yeah, he's going to start getting kind of woven into. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. I have to look that up. I'm excited. So that's been what's been occupying me. And mm-hmm. that's what we've been doing, which is nice. It's like it feels like a very... Because we didn't even realize that we're like, wow, this has been like exactly a year since we kind of did this. And I was like, maybe subconsciously we're doing it because like this will end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this will, but I want to do that. I just haven't had the capacity to do it, but I do want to watch all of them in chronological order. Mm-hmm. Oh, and people keep DMing me and asking me uh, how we're doing in chronological order. It's just Disney Plus has them all in chronological order, like sorted in a list. The only thing that you have to be... <laughs> You, you have to factor in um, Spider-Man and Spider-Man's not mm. there. There's also just Plus. lists that you can just Google. Yeah. yeah. But it, if you want one that's like super seamless Disney Plus, you just yeah. have to put Spider-Man there in there on your own. Oh, it's not Fox. It's Sony. My bad. Right? Sony. No. Yeah. What about you? What's new with you? Um, Shireen and I finished rewriting one of our, not Fuckboy, but um, another one, um, To Secrets. And I'm very excited because I think we went in a great direction. 
you're still of course in it thank god um yeah i'll send it oh, to yeah. you oh yeah oh yes i will i want to read it yeah that's what's new that's about it that's where we're at <laughs> let's get to the update <laughs> okay so this is um we have an update from a caller who has called in previously and it's now going to give us an update thank you for the uh explanation of what the update is you're welcome you're welcome i was a caller from season six episode 22 about my sister not paying me to watch my nephew and me being like really frustrated with that and trying to like figure out a way to like confront her about it basically it was really weird because she wouldn't be like home for like most of the day and it would be me and my nephew from like 7 a.m till whenever i left for like my actual full-time job um, what was she doing for the most part i know she was like trying to get a job and then also running whatever whatever errands she needed to do um don't necessarily know why it was all day and i don't care to ask at this point it is what it is. But uh, about a week or so before Thanksgiving, she accepted a job offer for a really decent company in town. So I was really excited about that. Um, kind of hoping that she'd slowly like start paying me again on her own without me having to bring it up at all. That did not happen. I had to wait probably about two, three weeks maybe after she got her job to like finally sit down with her and bring it up. And I told her how upset I was about not being paid. Like I love hanging out with my nephew. He's the light of my life, but not getting paid to take care of somebody when my actual job, I take care of the elderly. Mm-hmm. so it's like i still would like to get paid you know and so we sat down we talked about it she told me that she like understood where i was coming from because prior to this new job before she had quit her old job she was also a cna so she understood like what it was like to like care for somebody else who's not in your family So she understood where I was coming from there. And we ended up on an agreement where over the next like couple months, she would slowly start paying me like a set amount that we had figured out that was decent. And then her stepson said he wanted to start watching his brother since he was home and he wanted to make a little extra cash and he had nothing to do all day pretty much. So he started watching him. I still watch him a little bit, but I do get compensated for it. But I think now my nephew is in daycare because I think his brother ended up going back to school. But yeah, it was it was really nerve wracking just trying to get the guts to sit down with her just because she's probably one of like my best friends. So just talking like any type of confrontation. Yeah. I was not like, comfortable with but it actually ended up going really smoothly and yeah 
Great. Yay. Yeah. Oh, that's so good to hear. So you didn't take our advice about blasting bitch better have my money the next time you drove up to her house. No, I did think about it. I really did. I was like, <laughs> that would be funny. But I don't think her neighbors would have appreciated it at like hmm. 630 in the morning. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. So that makes that makes a lot of a lot of sense. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, thank you. That's the update. If you have an update um, and you've called it from a previous episode, we would love to hear from you. So yes, please send us an email. That's the fastest way to get to us for the updates. And we promise that we're nice. So even if we like, you know, unless you ask us not to be. Oh, yeah. If you ask for tough love, we'll give you tough love. Mm-hmm. But I'll play a little trick on somebody. <laughs> not what? just you. Um, You're playing uh, a trick? I somebody was calling in and I was trying to figure out where the noise was coming from because I didn't realize they had the window open for the podcast. And then I answered it while they were calling and they're like, what? (laughs) Wait, that's so funny. I didn't even know. I forgot we could technically answer it. Mm -hmm. That must have thrown them off so much. They were like, huh? Hello? What's going on? I was like, this is Melissa. I'm just messing with you. I'll hang up and you can call back and leave the voicemail. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, um, so should we get into the rest of our episode? Sure. Get these calls. Hey, Megan and Melissa. I hope everything is going well. I'm a 21-year-old Virgo living on the West Coast with my 21-year-old Aries roommate. So I'm just going to preface by saying that my roommate came to me about a week ago saying she needed to move back to her dad's to save money, which I totally understood. So I started apartment hunting and actually found a place and got approved, which is down where I used to live. I told her I'd be moving mid-April, but that I'd still pay April's rent so that she has time to move. Anyways, I had asked to borrow her computer to apply to apartments and job search because I don't have my own computer. And she said that was fine. So she knew the reason why I was using her computer. She has a Mac, so her text messages are hooked up to her laptop. And while I was applying for places and going back and forth with my new landlord, text messages started to pop up to her boyfriend about how she was, quote unquote, so fucking happy to finally have me out of her life. And that it was fucked up that I was moving out so soon. Her boyfriend was calling me a bitch and other names, and honestly, I'm just super confused and hurt over the whole situation since there were really no problems between us while living together. We always had a great time together, always hung out while home. We were coworkers, and I actually was the one who hired her. I guess I'm just calling for advice because I genuinely thought she was my friend, and I don't know how to go about the situation. Am I overreacting? I still kind of want to be friends with her, and we always talked about how we'd still be friends after living together. But anyways, um, thanks for taking my call, and I hope both of you are doing great. It was super short and sweet, but I hope you guys can give me some good advice on how to go about this situation, because I'm feeling very hurt over it. Thanks, guys. Uh, You said that you still wanted to be friends with her after all this. You were never friends to begin with. No, you need higher standards for friends. Mm Mm-hmm. She, I, I mean, you, it was like, uh, uh, like she was just getting things from you. Like she got a job from you. She, uh, she's mad that you're moving out so soon, even though that's she what she wanted. She instigated it. Yeah. 
be done with this girl. Like she, like Megan said, have higher standards for your friendship. Yeah. I mean, you're not overreacting at all. I, (laughs) I want, like, I'm curious if she was at work when you were using her computer or something. Cause like, that's like, you know, that that happens when like someone like you're on a computer, you have iMessage hooked up and like Mm. you see them. So like, was she not there and she didn't think it through or is like she home and it's like, I know this bitch is going to see it. Like that's, yeah. I'm curious about that. But I mean, like you've got two options here. Either you, I mean, you've lots of options. You could just like ignore it and just pretend you never saw it and just not move on with your friendship, but just be like, okay, this person's a fucking bitch. And like, we're not friends and she doesn't like me. And like, I mean, here's the two things I would either do. I would either be super fucking passive aggressive and just be like, okay, I'll be a bigger bitch than you then. Like I already like I, my shit's fine. Like I don't, you don't have any ties to her. Like as long as like you have it in right, I would get it in writing first that like you're moving out in April, like you're paying for the month of April and like blah, blah, blah. So there's no, you don't have any contracts left between you two. But what I would really do is I would just confront her and I would be like, (laughs) what? Like, hey, I saw these. Like, what the fuck is your deal? Like, see, I would just ignore all of it and just wipe my hands clean of her when I left and just be done with it. But some people, you know, want closure. I'm not that type of person. Yeah. But I mean, I want like if you don't want to talk to her about this. That the your reasoning behind it should be like, I don't want to talk to her. I just want to move on and forget. But if your reasoning is like, I don't want to talk to her about this because like, I don't want to hear what she has to say because like, I want to maintain a friendship. Then no, like you, like you don't need to be outcomes. friends with her. No, she has no respect for you. Also, yeah. you're still going to have to see her at work, though. Hold on. No, because she's looking for jobs. Oh, yeah. Right, right. I just. ugh. There's nothing I hate more than someone who doesn't have the fucking like. Doesn't have the guts to be a bitch to someone's face. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to be a bitch behind my back, you better be a fucking bitch to my face. And like I stand by that. I do. Like if I'm going to yeah, talk. Because if not, you're just a fake ass bitch. Yeah. Like fuck you. If you want to be a bitch, be a fucking bitch. But then like that. But like own it. Don't mm-hmm. have this like wishy washy like, oh, I'm only going to be a bitch behind your back when like I only have people who are hyping me up. But like if you don't have the confidence to be a bitch to someone who like is then potentially going to fight back or say something back or disagree with you, like you're you're just a fucking loser. Like you're just such a like it's just so lame. And just. I hate that. I hate it. Just stand by it. We can all be a little cunty. We can all be like, whatever, any of that. But like, if you're going to say something behind someone's back and just say completely something completely different to their face, like I have zero respect for you. Like you're not even a good bitch. Yep. You suck at being a bitch. A fake bitch. Exactly. Be a real ass bitch, Mm -hmm. not a fake ass bitch. Moral of the story. Moral of the fucking story. And for everybody else, don't say something that you wouldn't say to someone's face. That doesn't mean you can't say mean shit. But would you say that mean shit to their face? I would. If I'm talking to you, like, I'll say it to your fucking face. Mm -hmm. And most likely, I already have. Yep. On to the next. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm calling about my boyfriend who is 22, Aquarius, his sister, who is a 27-year-old Aquarius and me, who is a 22-year-old Capricorn. So I started dating my boyfriend 
um, this was two years ago. Um, I started dating him and I met his sister. She moved home for a few months after she got in the breakup and was low on money. Um, she was okay at first, but I had a bad first impression. She just came off as very arrogant and standoffish because they were really close. I didn't want to say anything to him because I could tell it would be a problem because she kind of seemed to be on a pedestal in their family between him and his mom. She moved back to where she was at. Um, and she was very arrogant about living in this place because she felt like it was better than where we're from. She came home to visit and was extremely rude and arrogant and talked down to all of us and said that we didn't talk how they do there. And she told me to shut up at one point. And then she bragged to me about going on dates with rich guys and going out and doing cocaine for free. Her mom even told her that she was being rude and told her to stop. I told my boyfriend what she was telling me about these guys doing drugs, and he told his mom, and they both confronted her. She told them that her life was amazing there and that she didn't care and she would do what she wanted to do, and she'd been doing it since she was 18. Once she realized this excuse wasn't going to work on her mom, she said that she was really depressed and that she was having trouble with her life, which I thought was ironic after she just told me that her life was amazing, which I know people lie about. Um, but then her mom started making up excuses for her and saying that it was just because she was missing them. So she always gets excuses given to her. I can't get over this situation and what happened because I hold grudges. And she hasn't owned up to her own mistakes. And she's always super bitchy towards me. And I feel like my boyfriend and his mother just put her, be like, brush her behavior to the side and let her get away with it and see no wrong. And I understand that she's an adult, but I also don't think she has the right to be rude. Um, I feel like I'm kind of being dramatic about it. It causes problems in me and my boyfriend's relationship because we argue about how she acts and it's hard because I do want to be friends with her. But whenever I feel like I try and reach out, I don't feel like that gets reciprocated. So if you guys have any advice on how to move past this or how to handle the situation, let me know. But I don't really want to confront her because their family doesn't really do confrontation. And I feel like it would just make it really awkward and hostile. Thank you. I'm going to love with you. I think you care way too much. Mm -hmm. Like you, you, when you get kind of give these parameters about like what you're not going to do and like all of that kind of stuff, like you, you, your expectations are never going to be met. Like you don't want to be confrontational. You don't think that will work. Okay. But you also want to be friends with her. I'm going to love with you. That's not going to work. You want her to take accountability. She's not going to do that. Like you can't control her at all. And so like you either need to be okay with the situation at hand or you and him need to break up so she's not in your life anymore. Like you can't conditionally like pick and find a way that if if she was just like this or she did this, I would like it would be fine and all of that because you have no control over that. So it sucks that it's just kind of one of those things that it's like if if you don't like her and you don't like the situation, the only thing you can change is the situation. Right. This is a different type of bitch here. <laughs> this is a, a yeah. mean ass bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, she's not going to change. She's, if she's not going to change for her mother or her brother. She's not going to change for you who could be, you know, temporary to the situation. So. You either, like Megan said, you have to accept. I think this is pretty cut and dry. You just have to accept her for who she is. And you can't argue with your boyfriend about it because that's his sister. And you're not going to do anything to change his mind. Yeah. Um, and 
either leave or just deal with it. Yeah. And like, I think we can like look at people in situations and again, like see what we like the best possible, like, oh, all of this, like she just might not ever be that person. Yeah. Like it, she, you don't necessarily like need to fix her or like need her to be like a certain way or all of that. And like the right, like be her friend. Yeah. And like his mom is like, okay with it. Her like your boyfriend is okay with it and all of that. Like they're okay. And they accept her for who she is and you don't. And that's, yeah, that's, that's on you. And like, Mm -hmm. she was rude to you. Like that sucks. Yeah. And if you feel like your boyfriend doesn't like support you and like stick up for you and all of that, like that sucks but that's also a character flaw on him like like none of that is your responsibility but also he's not she's not just rude to to her the caller though she's rude yeah. to everyone that's just who she is mm-hmm. and like some people are like some people are like that and it can mm-hmm. suck when like it's not your family and so like you will kind of want a comrade in that to be like oh my god she fucking sucks mm-hmm. and like but they they can also think she sucks, but like in a familial way yeah. that they deal with it because that's who she it is. That's who she is. Yeah. Yeah. And you either have to accept it because that's who she is or, or not. And yeah, I don't think you're overreacting or anything. I just think that like you care way too much about you're trying to change who she is. And you're, I think probably what's driving you more crazy is you care so much. And, and I don't mean this in a mean way. She doesn't give a shit. Like Mm -hmm. you're caring so much about her and like investing all of this and she's not giving two shits, which is even more frustrating. But if you can't just like let her be and like let her do her and just be fine with it, then you need to be done with this relationship because you're the odd one out. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it sucks, but (laughs) she sounds a little wild. (laughs) She sounds like somebody that I would like to just like hang out with for the stories, but never actually go anywhere with her. She sounds like I could, I, I know this type. Mm -hmm. Also like that. She just lives, loves her life doing cocaine for free. And I'm like, I was like, oh, so people do it for I was about to be like, no, I, no, I was, that's my, I was even thinking of, I'm like, who, I've never done coke, but I'm like, I've done, I've like done other drugs, but I'm just like, I'm sorry. I don't think I've ever paid for drugs in my life. Like, that's like the one great thing about the patriarchy. Like, (laughs) what? Like, what do you mean? Like, of course you're doing it for free. That's not a flex, dude. The fact that she's sharing it with people is hilarious to me. Yeah. But I know that person. I, that's what I first moved to LA I'd never like seen coke before but I would be out with like a friend that I knew from work and then her friends were like cokeheads and we'd be out and they'd just be like walking around just asking people if they had coke and I was just like oh this is this is how things are done here okay cool we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. 
Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is 
your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. I remember what I was going to say earlier. Oh, what were you going to say? Well, I have a pro tip for people that live by themselves and they're tired of cooking. I Take out? Well, yes, but I was doing like my meal delivery service and then they fucked up my whole entire order for this week and I was pissed. Like mm. they sent me five breakfasts and three of which I did not order and then nothing else. Like I was supposed to have 15 other meals, nothing else. And it was supposed to come on Sunday and then they like push it. It's coming on Monday and then Monday I got that shitty thing. So then, and it's not the one that was in the cute glass jars. Yeah, not I, that one. I would never yeah. do that. No, they would never. They would never. So then I was just like pissed because I was hungry. And I was like, you know what? I ordered family meals, like from Tender Greens, two family meals that had like four pieces. And they separated all out. So it had like four big pieces of meat. Even the mm-hmm. steaks were huge. I got chicken and steak. Um. Got, and then uh and then you can pick and choose like what vegetables and size that you want so then like i've had different mixes of the sides every week it's brilliant and it's less than what it would have been with the meal delivery because it like equals out to like nine dollars per meal that's genius yes should we get into the rest of the episode why not hi megan and melissa i'm a 23 year old aries and an enneagram nine wing one and I'm calling for some sex advice today. My boyfriend is a 23-year-old Libra and an Enneagram 3, and we've been dating for about seven months. First off, he's my first everything. My first boyfriend, first kiss, first time having sex, first basically everything. Um, and we've had, we have great sex, so that's not the issue. I mean, I guess I have nothing to compare it to, but I always I have a great time, no matter what. Um, but I need advice on two things. At the beginning of our relationship, we both still lived at our parents' houses, so it was difficult to have sex and be alone. So we would often drive to an empty parking lot late at night or have car sex. At first, it was hard, but we got the hang of it, and we both always were able to finish, and it was great. Well, now, recently, he just bought a house, which is great, and I'm so happy for him. Um, And I've been sleeping over there a lot, and we have sex almost every night or morning. And the sex is great, don't get me wrong, but I think I just got so used to car sex that I'm not as turned on when we do it in the bedroom. I don't know if it's something about the quote-unquote danger of being caught having car sex that really turned me on, Um, and I obviously don't want to go back to having car sex now that we have an actual place to have sex um, because the car was usually very cramped and it could be uncomfortable at times. Um, so just any advice on how I could be more turned on in the bedroom would be great. How, what can I do there? Um, and then the second issue that I'm having is that I know that my boyfriend really, really wants me to suck his dick. Um, but obviously I don't have much experience and the thought of it makes me very uncomfortable. Um, I also have a really bad gag reflex and I'm terrified of gagging or even throwing up. Um, and I've tried going down on him a few times, but I always start gagging and have to stop. It's not only how far it goes back down my throat, but also the flavor, I guess you could say, bothers me and the idea of um, having cum in my mouth. He's a very hygienic person and he showers 
like one or two times a day sometimes. So that's not the issue. And he goes down on me all the time. So I would love it if I could return the favor. Um, but it's very hard for me. I also want to say that he never pressures me or makes me feel bad. But he'll ask if I want a 69 or go down on him. And I always say no. And he just looks really defeated. Um, I asked him if it bothered him once. And he said no. It just makes him a little self-conscious. So any advice to on that would be great. Thank you so much. Love you guys and the podcast. While this is fresh on my mind, just going to say, um, asking for a blowjob and then looking disappointed is manipulative. That's not like not pressuring you like that's that that in itself. That's not. I <laughs> if Moth ever was like, hey, would you suck my dick? I'd be like, <laughs> like, it's something that you I mean, some people do like a little, you know, but that's assertiveness, like a, but like if you're already if that's yeah. something you're you're not comfortable mm-hmm. doing this and then just asking you and then looking disappointed like this is something that should be 100 percent on your terms. Yeah. Not any. Any sort of even request from him. Mm-hmm. I, let's just address the second part just to start. Yeah. We already started on this. I'm I'm wondering like is the uh taste and flavor is that have you ever sucked his dick before is this something that you tried you're, she said uh, okay but yeah I think the but idea- I didn't know if, it, if her trying was like she just like you know like kind of put it in her said- mouth and then is the taste or whatever is that like what you're expecting or is it something you actually tasted well, she said that she's tried a couple of times and she just ends up gagging. And I think that like, it doesn't sound like it's a cleanliness issue. I, it sounds like it sicks you out. And mm-hmm. like, even if it's, there's like, no matter how clean a dick tastes, like yeah. it's not necessarily like licking I, an elbow. It's not appetizing. No, no. And it's also like the skin. Like, you can't the, lick the elbow. Then. Or like your arm or whatever. Like <laughs> there's like lots of folds of skin. There's like lots yeah. of like wrinkly things like yeah. Top, some parts are very smooth. Like it isn't necessarily like it's not like, oh, it's just like this. Like it is odd. And if it grosses you out and like it makes you like gag to the point, like makes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just be, don't. <laughs> it should be something that you enjoy doing. If you don't enjoy doing it, then don't do it. That's- no. And this isn't like if you have a bad gag reflex and it grosses you out, like that's not an origin story of like the blowjob heroin. Like this. Like, does he want you to throw up on his dick? Because yeah. that's what it sounds like it's going for. And, yeah. And just. That's not like you said, like, that's not going to make for like the re- like we've said before, like love giving head because like we're good at it. And like that that part of it. But like if in getting great at it and all of that, like I didn't have to overcome a really sensitive gag reflex like at all. Like there are some just like you know, biological things that you either have working in your favor or you don't. Mm -hmm. And like working through that is just not like there are those like little tips where they say like, oh, you hold your hand in a fist and like hold your thumb and like squeeze that, which like that can help. But that's not that's like your deep throat and like and you know what I mean? Like, that's like, a oh, this is like a party trick for this moment. But it's not like I don't need like that's not going to like get rid of your gag reflex mm-hmm. at all. 
And I just think that like beyond your gag reflex, it's something that sticks you out. And like, you're not like just the idea of it too, just like makes you really uncomfortable and that's okay. And blowjobs just like aren't for you. And like, that's fine. And like maybe a couple years down the road, you'll be like, you know what? I want, I'm not so sicked out by this. Like I want to try this again. Or you might not ever be. And like, you just like, it's okay to not do that. And just because he goes down on you, like does not mean that you have, have to go to... down. Him. No. And if it's a deal breaker for him, then like that needs to be respected by both parties. And like, if he then withholds going down on you because you're not going to go down on him, if you're not getting like, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. if you're not comfortable going down on me, then dude, like, okay, then cool. Then that's where we'll both do that. But it has to be a conversation. It can't be just this tit for tat sort of thing. And yeah. Also, <laughs> if you wanted to 16, if you, if you wanted to 69, you could do like hand stuff with him. It doesn't have to be mouth. Yeah. You get some like lube mm-hmm. and get it like real wet real with that. Wet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if like you might be into just like licking that could be something mm-hmm. there's other things you can play with those balls like there's yeah. other things that can be done if that's what you're you want to do yeah but you don't have to at you all get a pocket pussy <laughs> but um so the second part was ha- like sex drive up from not having sex in the car. I've never heard this makes sense to me. Like it does make explained sense. it. Like it's exciting. At first I was like, what? Like because yeah. first of all, you're running away because you you want to have sex. So you're like leaving where you are to go have sex. So like there's already a buildup for it. When once you get there, you're like, I gotta be, you know, sneaky, a little, you know, windows might fog up. Mm-hmm. There's excitement around that. I would say Go do it in the backyard. <laughs> Yours <laughs> makes so much more sense than mine. My <laughs> advice, I'm like, just film yourself. Like, that too. So like, there's like, other things that you can, like, there's yeah. things that can heighten the excitement. I like the film. I like that too. Yeah. And then who's, like, you could go in the car sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or like, if you've got like, I mean, obviously don't turn your car on if you're a garage. You don't want carbon mm-hmm. monoxide. Yeah. But yeah, but, if you've got a garage, have sex in the car there. Or like, I think exactly like you're saying, like there's like it's simultaneously like spontaneous, yet also a ton of build up to mm-hmm. it because like it's like hot and passionate. And like that mm-hmm. normally is used with like spontaneous sex that it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, all of these things really fast. But like it is kind of sorry, it is kind of like planned, but in like, a, oh, this is our this is our opportune moment. Like we only yeah. have this much time or whatever. So having sex like that and taking that kind of mindset to like something else like sending him like a like a like a nude or like a hot picture or whatever and being like i like give that same kind of build up in other ways maybe have sex in front of like a mirror like have sex in like the living room like Mm -hmm. something like that like in those kinds of ways or like even like super like have sex in front of a window like that kind of stuff just things that like legally (laughs) you don't want to like have like in front of a window and like your neighbor's like kid is looking over no 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 like you know a small window yeah but have the blinds open but not like like slanted open but not pulled up Mm -hmm. finding like those kinds of things to like heighten it and make it be like oh we might get caught a little voyeuristic yeah i like it i think it's hot Mm -hmm. maybe a hand down his pants when you're like 
he, I don't know. You're driving. When you're driving. Yeah. Not him. When you're driving. Yeah. yeah. Or a Tesla. <laughs> you know, like not going to encourage roadhead or anything like that. Yeah. But hi, Megan and Melissa. On today's segment of Am I an Asshole? Um, I'm a 25 year old Aquarius and my boyfriend is 24, turning 25, Leo. We have been together for five years and last June I wound up moving out of my parents' house, but on my own. Um, basically after working from home for so long alongside my dad and brother who are also working from home, it just kind of expedited my need to get out. Um, I moved 30 minutes from home, but only 10 minutes from work because at the time that was just the smartest and cheapest thing to do. Um, in May though, my boyfriend and I found a place this upcoming May, found a place in the middle of our two jobs and we're super excited to be moving in together. However, when I moved out, since it was on my own, everything I needed furniture wise, I paid for myself. Um, you know, bed, coffee table, little appliances, towels, cookware, you name it. She's purchased some stuff for me, like a TV, a nightstand I wanted. But the question is, anything else that we need for this new apartment, I feel like I shouldn't be paying for most of it. Like, I, he has, um, I don't know, like, we need a new couch. He wants a new TV, things like we need a window AC unit, stuff like that. Um, but because I poured out so much money of my own for my own place to get these things that we need i feel like anything else we need shouldn't be my expense um i would just love advice as to if this is unfair of me to think um obviously i plan on bringing it up to him but i would just like some third-party opinions before i bring that up to know if it's like unwarranted or anything um thank you guys so much i love the podcast it's why i look forward to monday so much um and i hope you guys are staying safe thanks so much bye this is interesting. Do you want my thoughts as someone who's never lived with someone? Yeah. I think when you move in with someone, it becomes our place. And anything new that you buy should be a shared expense. But I have never lived with anyone. I mean, so this is this is layered as someone who like lives with their partner. This is really layered. And... So if there's something that like he wants to upgrade that you like what you have and he wants to upgrade it, that's his, I personally think yes. and how Mots and I've done it, like that's the individual's own expense. Mm -hmm. So if he wants to that. upgrade the TV, that's on him. If you um, have like a queen bed and he wants a king, then that's on him. Yeah. But if there are things that like... I I completely understand being like, oh, okay, I've covered X amount of money for this. The issue is, is did you guys have this conversation beforehand of like, I'm buying all of this stuff for my apartment as I'm moving out now solo, which I'm buying it for us. So like, did he have a say in anything? Like, did he have, did he get to contribute to like the look and like the style of like that kind of stuff? And if he wasn't involved in the choosing kind of process, then you're just bringing your own stuff to your to a place that you shared. And it's not it doesn't it won't feel like if he his stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like if he doesn't like it and he like would want something different or anything. I think if you didn't have a conversation beforehand about like, OK, well, if I'm buying I'm buying all this stuff for my new apartments, so like when we move in together, like you'll buy the rest of the stuff that like we need for that place. I think like if he was like, well, that doesn't really seem fair to me because like I didn't know that that's what you were doing. And if that was the case, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't have wanted to get this couch or to get this mm-hmm. kind of coffee table or whatever there is to it. Especially if there's like stuff from your place that's um you're not necessarily gonna use in the new place. If there's like, oh, this bookshelf won't work here or this won't work here or something. But at the same time, like I think like financially like like that does it to come i think it also kind of like makes sense that it's like oh you bought this and you contributed money to like this thing that is like shared and that we're using and that like i like and like it feels just as much mine as is yours so like i'll pay for this next thing to kind of do that but i don't think it can be a blanket statement i think it has to be like item to item thing to thing like upgrading that should be on him Um, but if there are certain things that like you bought for your place that you liked and he really doesn't like it and like, it's something that's like not his style or something that he didn't feel like involved in the process of that at all. I think it's completely fair for him to be like, can we split the cost of this? Because Mm -hmm. if you're asking him to like factor in your fine, like factor you in now when buying kind of stuff you needed to have factored him in bef- prior when you bought stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I get that. I think it's, I think that's like, I think it's valid and like, that would be something that you want, but it's, I don't think it's that simple, mm-hmm. you know, especially depending on how much like things cost and that stuff. And also like, Having like open conversations, I think it's great. You're going to talk to me about it. Having open conversations about money when you live with someone is really important. Um, And you need to be on the same page of what kind of people you are financially, because some couples who live together are really tit for tat. And it's like, hey, I I spent $55 on this. You're going to spend $55 on this, like blah, blah, blah. And then some couples, which is Mots and I are the latter, where it's like, you got groceries this time. I'll get groceries next time. Um, take my car. Like ours is like, it kind of just, we know it will always even out. And so that's just how it is. Or like he got a promotion during the pandemic and like, I didn't have as much work at all. So it was like, I'll cover groceries for the next couple months and then blah, 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 blah. So like you have to figure out what kind of people you are with that. But yeah. Also, I'm curious what, I mean, I get like the AC unit and those kinds of things. But I also think like if some of the furniture and things you've bought are like not necessary and not things that he would have spent money on, like, oh, I bought this like coffee table book or I bought this like these decor things to go on these shelves or I bought these like pictures or whatever. If there are things that like he wouldn't have spent money on, I could understand him getting frustrated that you're not going to spend money on something that you actually both need, which is like Mm -hmm. an AC unit. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like for him, he's like, I would I would have. If I had X amount of money to like contribute to furnishing this place, I would not have spent as much as you did on these other things. So. It's a tough it's a tough spot, but also. Right. Yeah. It just is. And it's also, I would say, if you guys don't, if you don't like, if he wants to upgrade something or you don't, if not even that, but if you don't, if he doesn't like something that you bought or whatever, I would also just like sell it, make them make money from that and then use that money 
you you get the money when you sell something that you owned and use that money to kind of contribute. You know? Yeah, but like fine you guys need to have a conversation about finances, period, before you even well, you've already thought about moving together, but before you move in together, you need to have a conversation about everything financial. Mm-hmm. It's rough. It definitely is rough. It's super awkward too. It takes a while to feel like comfortable. I felt so awkward talking to Mots about finance. Like I felt so, so awkward at first. I was like, <laughs> and now I'm like, you owe me money. <laughs> Bitch better have my money. Bitch better have my money. No, he doesn't. Theme of this money. episode. Should always be the theme of the episode. It's a lot of bitches in this episode. Good bitches, bad bitches, fake bitches, crazy bitches. We need to reclaim the word bitch. I mean, I think we have. I I think the world needs to catch up with us. Is this don't blame them? This is where um, a listener calls in and gives their own advice um, on a call we played on a previous episode. So this is from season six, episode 17, where the caller's giving advice on a caller who is getting married and moving in at 20. Hi, guys. I am calling in as a don't blame them for um, season six, episode 17, I think it is. Um, The girl who is 20 years old and is about to get married and move in with her long distance boyfriend all at the same time. Um, not that I disagree with your advice necessarily, but I do have some experience with this. Um, I'm a bit older, I'm 27, um, but I've also been in a relationship that has mostly been long distance, um, for, you know, four or five years. And, um, we experienced what, you know, you're, you're scared of, um, caller with, uh, quarantine and lockdown. Um, he, his job didn't require him to be in a different state during lockdown. Um, and I was really scared at first thinking, oh my God, we're not going to like each other after this. It's going to be horrible. We're going to fight. And it actually ended up being the best time of our relationship. Um, I will warn you that you're going to have the honeymoon phase at first um, of, wow, I can't believe I get to see you, you know, wake up to you and all of it's going to seem perfect and you're not going to want to go anywhere or do anything with anyone else. Um, So my advice is to set yourself a time limit, like a month or six weeks that, you know, you can stay in that honeymoon phase, just the two of you in your little cocoon. Um, But then make it set a date that both of you have to go out with each of your friends or, um, you know, hang out with one of your families alone or, you know, start to do things outside of just with each other. It'll help a lot. Um, And just don't be scared of setting boundaries and being honest with your partner and saying, you know, I'm a little sick of you right now and I don't want to be. So I'm going to go do this or um, I'm going to take a trip here with this friend. Um, It'll be really, really cool, especially since you've been long distance to miss each other and to be able to come home to each other at the end of the day. There's really nothing like it after long distance and just try to enjoy it as much as possible and not take the little fights too seriously because you've been waiting for this and it's exciting and you love each other. Um, So that's my advice. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for your input. I don't mean that. I sound, I sound cunty. I'm not trying to sound cunty. I just, I have nothing to add. Nothing to add. Yeah. Also, like we had talked about because they were, 
you're like the person that calls is, is older, but the original caller was like 20. Yeah. So they hadn't had like a lot of life experience and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's why we always say age because age is that plays a completely different role mm-hmm. in the advice that we give and all of that stuff. But don't lie about your age. You won't get the advice that you want. Mm hmm. Okay. Thank you, Kala, for sharing your experience. Yes, thank you. And that is it for our episode. Thank you all so much for watching, listening. If you listened and you uh, were like, I don't want to listen to ads, go to Stitcher Premium, get ad free, and you don't have to listen to ads. If you were like, oh gosh, I wish I could see their facial expressions, Patreon. It's a dollar a month to watch the video version of the podcast. You can see this beautiful face Melissa's making now. You can see how great her hair looks today. All of that. You can see her Pixar light in the background. It's a good time. You can see absolutely nothing in my background. There's and a curtain. There is. A sheer curtain. And for $5 a month, we do two live streams, which are literally like Zooms, us all hanging out. It's fun. We do themed ones. We do unthemed ones. It's a great time. And it helps us support the show. And leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. Follow the podcast on Instagram, Don't Blah Meme Pod. Follow our individual socials listed in the description. And if you want to call in to be featured on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Again, let us know your pronouns. Make sure you're 18 or over. Have your parents' permission. Write it down. Practice. Keep it under three minutes with as much detail as possible. And if you have an update, send us an email. We would love to talk to you. Please. Is there anything else? What would you like to promote? I mean, I always say buy my presets, buy my book. Follow me on Instagram. That's what you always say to me. So that's what I say to you. Oh, wow. Thank you. I have nothing. I don't think I have anything else to promote. Yeah. Me. Follow me on Instagram. That's all I'm promoting right now. Follow me on Instagram. This episode is sponsored by Melissa's Instagram. (laughs) She is not... Somebody tried to hack in mine yesterday. What? Yep. I got the little code. They're like... And you were like, she is not Melissa. Yes, she is not Melissa. I got an email (laughs) from Instagram saying, we see you're having trouble getting into your account. What? Reset my password. Sneaky, (laughs) sneaky. Well, hope you all enjoyed. And we will see you next time. Stay sexy and... Don't get pregnant unless you're you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.